another episode of TWSS. That's what she said with Zach and Nicole. Awesome. We have um, some very exciting things coming up in the next couple weeks that yeah, we can kind of officially confirm, but we're not. We're gonna leave it as a surprise. Um, took a little break for Christmas and mm-hmm. Zach. <laughs> I don't know, man. It got it got away from me. I will say. Yeah, um, but we're back. Episode 30, 30. Actually, we should start a new season because it's a new year. You know, season two, new season. episode one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, that's genius. All yeah, right, season, season two, two, episode season two. one. New so year, every 30 episodes. Two. I mean, um, at, at the end of the year, it'll be a new season. I think that yeah. would be the best way to do it. All right, so season two, back and season better than two. ever. So back again? starting right. <laughs> Starting right off, so some kind of older news um, that we never got to discuss. Zack Snyder's Justice League is set to premiere in March of 2021, which mm-hmm. I want to say means that I think we predicted March or April. Uh, I want to say, say I said April. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Because they, they said beginning of 2021, but realistically beginning could mean anything anywhere mm-hmm. between J- january and april or may so yeah. that's exciting we've been getting first looks at gal gadot versus stephen king, or wonder woman versus stephen king which was a fire ass picture stephen king stephen king stephen wolf i'm so sorry <laughs> I, was like, I haven't even had anything to drink stephen today <laughs> i was like shit not the author um but yeah, so that happened. We've been getting a couple of first glances at Justice League. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm pretty excited. Don't know if yeah. I'll watch it all in one big swoop, but we'll see. I think you have to. I think you have think to watch have the to whole too. thing in, in one big sitting because that's how he intended it to do it. But yeah. Yeah. It's and we get, we get WandaVision also, that, in two weeks. That, sorry to cut you off, but like that yeah, no, Gal Gadot no. shot that we got. Oh my Fire. gosh. Fire. So really clear, good. like yes. I, it's very it's crisp, it's very crispy, <laughs> very crispy. But yeah. But we got that, and then we've been getting a lot more first looks at Wandavision premiering in two weeks. Um, it's it looks honestly, it hasn't been my most anticipated Marvel, but really? I'll say I'm I'm very yeah. My most anticipated right now is Falcon Winter Soldier. Okay, true, true, true. Um. But I would have to say WandaVision I'm most excited for because it looks the most trippy. It doesn't really feel like a Marvel thing other than the characters. So I'm interested. Mm. And I think from rumor has it, we're going to get the actual background story of how Wanda Maximoff became the Scarlet Witch. We're going to see how she oh. gained her powers. There's oh. like a... It, and I noticed it too the first tri- the first time I saw this little snippet of it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I guarantee you that's like... Because she has the dark hair in, in the part of the trailer right 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 and i don't know how i caught this the first time like i think i just like was focused but it looks good like i i genuinely think in like the mid-season we're gonna get background of how she became the scarlet witch where Mm -hmm. she got her powers from and how it all ties in but that i mean that that's all the marvel thing i have for for today i'm here for it (laughs) have to mention marvel once of course um and then so interesting enough i did I did listen to Tom Cruise's rant on the set of Mission Impossible 7. I did listen to it, and I don't blame him. I think he's a little aggressive about it. But I've heard that's how, like, him and Mel Gibson, I think it was him, it was either Christian, I think it was Christian Bale, actually. Christian Bale got a little iffy on a set once. Um, But he went on a rant pretty much for anyone who hasn't heard or read the news about it. Um, One of the, I think it was a few crew members. A few crew members broke protocol and had their mask off Mm -hmm. and nowadays on the sets everyone has to have a mask on even the actors until they're set in place to do their scene Mm -hmm. so he went on a huge rant about it cursed at them just saying like he wants a safety protocol he's very very tangent on the protocol and supposedly i guess a couple crew members quit a couple Mm -hmm. days later Yeah. I understand where he's coming from because I would be the same way. Like, listen, hey, you need to wear a mask. It's it's the rules. Like, if you want a job. Like, he told them, he said, if you do it one more time, like, you're done. He gave yeah. them, which they shouldn't have had them off in the first place. Like, they're, they they got hired. They chose to work there. They should follow. They should know. Like, it, you, you and it's in the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. 
United Kingdom is way worse right now. They're on complete mm-hmm. lockdown, so I don't know. I don't know. I, I completely agree with him. I don't think he should have yelled as much as he did in the recording. But he had he had everyone's back, the thing I feel is, like. Though, I, I get the... I don't want to say negative perception about it, but I, I, I get why there are some people who feel he was out of order doing that. But yeah. he is the executive producer of the project. So he's been doing that I for mean, what, like fifteen years. Yeah, but if he's he's one of the main people who's pumping money into the project, so and he's obviously has a lot of stake in it, and then he's saying, you know, everybody else is looking at our production to see how we're doing it with COVID protocols. So if you don't get it right, then we screw up not only this film but every other film that has the potential to come back out in twenty twenty one. So. I I agree with him. I think he was I right to do it. I think that he is in a position where he was right to do it. I think, yeah, maybe he did go a little bit overboard with it. But, you know, these are grown men and women on set, you know. And, and they and, should have... And it, you've signed a contract. And this is... And with how many, how many people are sick and you see the numbers every day, you would think that... Uh, right. Of course, like, if they're eating, obviously, take your mask yeah. off, go somewhere else, sit, whatever. But, like, if you're just relaxing and you're watching, like, you have, like, they don't need to hire all these people. They could have a certain amount. And, I mean, I don't know how many people are on the crew. I don't know where specifically what was going on. But mm-hmm. I think he's right. And then if it, he made a point, like, if you guys, if someone tests positive, like, we have to shut down. Like, that yeah. pushes our movie further. So, I mean. 100% of a point. Uh, yeah. I, I saw his point. I agree I with him. Point. So. Um, uh, I can't wait to hear your reaction for this. Um, so Wonder Woman 84 came yes. out on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. All right. We already, Zach and I didn't tell, we didn't talk about it, but we have, no. we already know we have very different opinions on this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who do you want to go first? You saw it first, so I'll say you I, go first. I, I knew it. Okay. Well, obviously, because... I know, know, yeah. So, out of ten, mm-hmm. and I agreed, we had... Okay, so our bloggers, so Skylar Schuler from the Diz Insider, mm-hmm. and I gave pretty much the same point to it, like the same... I pretty much agree with all the bloggers about the film. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave it a five and a half out of ten. Mm. The first film, I would give like an eight out of ten. So with this one, I feel like, spoiler alert, because I'm just going to go for it. Um, <laughs> I felt like okay. it's right. been, what, a week? Um, yeah. The beginning for me was very unnecessary. I understood, okay, slow and steady wins the race, don't cheat your way through everything. Mm-hmm. But like that literally had nothing to do with the plot mm-hmm. for me. It was just literally her with, it was Wonder Woman with Amazonians. Just, mm-hmm. it was 10 minutes of my life I did not need to see, in all honesty. Okay. I understood okay. why she wanted the Amazonian. She wanted to show us more of the background. Mm-hmm. Cool, Patty Jenkins. I'm here for it. But yeah. just, I needed something else. And then the mm-hmm. mall scene was kind of, not going to go frame by frame. But what I'll say is, for me, I give the actors an 8 out of 10. Because Kristen Wiig, Pedro Pascal had, their characters were amazing. Mm-hmm. Kristen Wiig, from beginning to end, her character development was amazing. Mm-hmm. She... Yeah. The way she went from just being like this klutzy person to badass woman, cheetah, phenomenal. Her character arc for me, there was purpose. She was she was done with how she was being treated. She was done with she wanted to be exactly like um, Barbara wanted to be exactly like Diana. Uh, Diana. Mm-hmm. She got her wish. She mm-hmm. went for it. She you see like everything in this. So yeah. from there, Pedro Pascal. He for me. I liked him. I did. Mm-hmm. He was a great villain. And I agreed with Skylar Schuler on this. I did not need to see like the father-son duo thing. It didn't really do much for me. I understood mm-hmm. that it kind of changes his mind at the end. He's like, oh, I need to go get my son. But like, it was just... I don't know. For me, he was a 7 out of 10. I liked him. Okay. Um, the, the dynamic duo, Chris Pine and Gal Gadot, phenomenal. 
still like such a steamy like couple to have mm -hmm. on screen they were amazing same chemistry mm -hmm. loved it the plot i just was so disappointed so disappointed because i'm like really a stone is the reason why like all this is happening like it's greed okay i get that but i don't know i just like my attention went elsewhere throughout the film i just the plot was the plot, I, I feel like they could have gone so many different routes with this film. It did not feel like how the first film felt. The first film was so much women empowerment. I loved it. I was here for it. We get this badass Diana who is learning her way through the world with um, Steven or Steve. And then Wonder Woman 84 for me, the plot, I just didn't. I so I understand her bringing him back like there's consequences and mm -hmm. I get that so like there's mm -hmm. consequences to your actions when you wish for something you really want because yeah. then her power started she started losing her powers yeah. so in, in order so in order for her to gain them back she had to lose him and I was like okay yeah. so like uh, I get this but I just for me the plot just I did not like it I was not here for it that's what I give a five and a half out of ten because Patty Jenkins really went for it and I still love the characters I still love their chemistry I love how they interacted with each other the action sequences I wish there were more there was maybe like two or three and I was like okay like this mm -hmm. is cool it just didn't do yeah. anything for me the only scene I really loved was the White House scene because we've seen that in trailers and I was looking mm -hmm. forward for that mm -hmm. but I don't know. Just like I think I have to watch it again and be more focused. Yeah. But a first time around for me, five and a half out of ten because I just wasn't. My attention was not grabbed mm. immediately by the plot, and I was kind of disappointed. But okay. again, great chemistry. Patty Jenkins did a phenomenal job with direction. Yeah. I'm interested to see what they do for a third film. Yeah. All right. That. Uh, That's that, it. That, You're that, done. That, okay. I, I might have later on, but I just want to okay. get that out. Uh, All right. Yeah. I loved it. I know you did. And I'm, I'm sorry to say, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was an 8 out of 10 for me, which... That's fine. If you know me, you know that that's high. And I usually which surprised don't give me. a lot of films high scores like that. But I thoroughly enjoyed the film. I agree with every blogger and everybody's issues with the film i completely agree yeah. i understand i'm with it but it doesn't bother me and i think that's what's interesting for me at least is the fact that i get it i'm with it i totally understand how mm -hmm. people don't like it and i can see the points i completely see the points but it's still i don't care <laughs> to say which is least, fine like, and I, I, I and i, I respect your opinion I, I really enjoyed it um, I agree with you. Kristen Wiig was fantastic. The I think the development of her character, especially through costume, was one of the best things I had seen in a long time. You yes. saw her gradually become Cheetah over the course of the film, and I loved that. Oh, phenomenal. Um, Pedro Pascal was good. I didn't think he was mm -hmm. great. Uh, yes. I think he posed a an interesting villain, but it wasn't that great. Um, yeah, the crystal thing was lame, I agree, but you have to also consider that there's a lot of anthology and mythology in, in the Wonder Woman franchise, and I feel yes. like uh, Patty Jenkins should have done a better job of establishing more mythology beforehand, mm -hmm. so that when we saw the crystal, we understood what it meant. If, for instance, we saw scenes with other civilizations with the crystal and them wishing for things and then coming to just like a prologue where you know we saw yes. the different civilizations with the crystal they wish for things and then we saw the the, the shortcomings or how the, it fell i think i would have enjoyed it a lot more i yes. completely agree with you with the amazon bit although i i i want to see more of the amazons I want to mm -hmm. see more scenes with them because what we saw in the film felt like a cameo to me. It felt like Robin Wright cameo, and you know what I mean. Like it just was I too wanted small it to make it. more sense. I yeah. wanted it to tie I, in with the rest of the film. That's and the it point. didn't. And when I got started, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but like no, that brings out my point because yeah. when we got like twenty or thirty minutes in, I was reading like the con, and I shouldn't have done this, but I was reading what reviewers were saying, and it caught my attention. I was like, okay, but 
yeah, why are the Amazon, why, like, which I, so that was my other point though, and I'll say that real quick. Mm -hmm. The beginning I understood now how it ties in a little bit is because, okay, don't cheat your way to the end just because you want it badly. And I get that now with her and Steve Okay. in, in it because she's like, she cheated her way. She goes, oh, I yeah. wish I had him back. Right. So that, I, I kind of understood that. I kind of pieced that together. I don't know if that's exactly what they were going for, but mm -hmm. I agree with you 100%. I wish the stone had possibly been in the beginning. Maybe the Amazonians discovered it and then hit it, and then Diana kind of, like, realized even, what it not was. Not even just that, but I'm talking about, like, ancient Rome or, like, the Egyptians yes. or things like that. Like, I, 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 I have a little bit of an issue with people when they're saying, oh... Uh, a magic crystal, that's so stupid. Let's not forget that we had Ares as a major villain in the first film, who's a Greek god. Like, like yes. you have to at least, you know, uh, a s suspension of disbelief. You have to have that to watch these films because it really doesn't make much sense. But I think if we were to tie into reality or at least history a little bit more, it would have made a lot more sense. It would have further expanded Diana's character development as an archaeologist or, or someone who's interested in ancient civilizations and things like that. Um, I agree I wish with we just you. Had a better tie the, in. I wish the Amazon yes. situation should have tied into the end. We should have seen what or caused the Diana as a kid. Like why we're seeing the beginning. And the mall scene. Right. Like, uh, the well, mall I got, scene I got, also... I got why we had the Amazon scene to the mall scene. I totally got that point. Because it was... Because, it, you know, at the end of the, the Queen says, you know, no one... They're going to... Um, what did she say? Something about uh, they're going to marvel at what you become. Mm -hmm. And then in the next scene, she becomes Wonder Woman. So, like, I got that. But yeah. it's still weak compared to her trajectory from the beginning of the film to the end of the film. I think in the beginning of the film, if we saw you know, dying as a kid, more in the Amazon, and we saw her go through different troubles and, and situations and then have to make major choices in the beginning, then when we saw the ending with the major choice with Steve, it would have probably carried more weight, I think. I also think that, yeah, the crystal was weak because we didn't have enough backstory on the crystal for it to make sense. It just feels like a cheap gimmick. It feels like a genie, you know, it feels like Aladdin where we rub this crystal and, and things happen. And I think what the, the trouble is, it also gives limitless potential for anything to happen. So yeah. I feel the film does a good job of showing us the ramifications of making wishes without thinking about how it's going to affect other people. I think if you're making a very selfish wish, uh, it shows a good point. I think, I think, I think in real world ramifications with the missiles and with the wall situation. But... The fact that these things just happen out of nowhere is is a big problem still for me. It's a big problem for me. But again, it doesn't taint the film for me in any way. However, I do have a hot point. Okay. Okay. Chris Pine. I didn't need him in the film. I I didn't need to see Steve. I thought that was a very... I... I felt that I was understand weak. where you're going with this. I felt this that was so weak. I, I didn't need to see... I felt like we're bringing him back for the purposes of bringing him back rather yes. than bringing him back because there's a reason or he's th there to teach Diana a lesson, not just because she's lonely. You know, like, homegirl, you've been living of thousands of years. <laughs> so you're going to meet different people in the course of your life. So this one guy who died 40 years ago is now back and and... It just, it was just very weak. I didn't need it. And then for him to be in someone else's body, like it was his spirit in someone else's body. And for that That's man what I to didn't not... like. I Because you see the guy come up to her and then like it does the pan. I'm like, he's going to show up. And then it was his face. And I'm like, yeah. that was really predictable. No, it was cheap. It was cheap. I, I like. Did, I didn't like that. I like, I, okay. So going back to the stone part, I, mm -hmm. I like that we, or no. So I have two points. Okay. So my first one is with Diana. I like that we do see that she pretty that she has like that. We know she has a human side to her, yeah. but we see it more throughout this film as she's missing him, and then like she, it just shows that she's like us too, where she has wishes, she has wants, and she wants him back. Mm -hmm. And then 
this is I like that I hope this was his final film with them because it would have yeah. been a great send off just saying like Diana realizing I, I understand like I don't need him yeah. or like she had to move on she had to learn to move on mm-hmm. so when I found out he was coming back I was like well is he gonna be like a great grandson like I don't understand this and then the wish part kind of like it really did throw me off because I wish they it I wish he had come back in such a different way and not just in that way because it seemed like such a cop in just to bring him in and it seemed like okay Patty Jenkins and him worked together all the time on other projects so I, I understood why she wanted him back but it felt like he was more of the sidekick this time instead of just a partner it seemed like he was just which isn't bad but i, f- I feel it like just, he just sounded she, like a sidekick like yeah. he, he, they just wanted him to come back just to come back that, I, that's exactly what i think happened they wanted him to come back because of the chemistry and because people ship them two together i think that's the only reason why you bring him back i think and maybe, it's comfort it is i would comfort say because she, i wonder if if producers had more to say about that than actual patty jenkins i i wonder if because let's be honest, this Gal Gadot Chris Pine relationship, although it's not there, but there are countless videos of them together, and and you're seeing their interactions where it looks very romantic. So, um, I think it increases speculation, and and fan appeal. But mm-hmm. as far as like a, a narrative, a, a great move, no. It sucked. I thought it was so bad. I'm sure bad. Patty Jenkins thought as well, okay, how can I bring him back? And then maybe they looked into the mythology of whatever they did. I under- I respect where what they were trying to do. I just, it was absolutely unnecessary. And unnecessary. I agree with you. Like, he was just there. And then it was a sad scene to see. Like, he's like, you have to let me go. You have to be your person. Like, it that motivation I didn't I did love to see like it brings her back to being Wonder yeah. Woman and it got her to fly everything mm-hmm. I did love that I love that motivation that that was her reason for becoming who she became right but I also don't think it should have taken a man to be like you can do this you got this it should have been right. more of a her thing she should have realized just, I can not, beat them myself I don't need not somebody even else just that there. like you had Robin Wright as like her mentor and spiritual guide, you know, in the first mm-hmm. one. Why why wasn't there a scene where where Robin Wright and Galgado sat down and just had a candid conversation about this? You know? Cause in the in the movie where she takes a spear away from young Diana, you know, like she's saying, you know, don't cheat, blah 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 blah. I felt if there was more of a situation in, in Amazon, and that's why I think my big problem is I, I wanted there to be, I wanted to learn more about the Amazonians, and I felt it was a missed opportunity to start the film with more of a mythology and understanding of who mm-hmm. this tribal people are, because then it would, it would have had a greater impact. Because, I mean, this is what made Diana into who she became, especially in her formative years as a young child. So I felt there needs to be more of a scene or expansion of that scene where where we're seeing her as a as a young child and then expand into when she's an adult and she's being Wonder Woman and the lessons that she learned from being an an, an Amazonian. So yeah. I needed Robin Wright to be that spiritual guy to come back, whether that's like a, a vision or I don't know. I, I would have preferred to see that and then Chris Pine kind of come to, to teach her all of that, you know. I, I, I love the message. I got the message yes. of it. I think that the message was a ties in directly into the time period. I think the 80s was a great choice because that was when there's a lot of economic and, and technological yeah. advancement in the 80s. And I think that's the perfect time when consumerism was on that all-time high. And I felt like it was a good point to talk about greed and things like that in the 80s. I think it was perfect. But... I just didn't like Chris Pine. I didn't like. I felt the crystal needed more of an explanation. I will say I think so too, the invisible was jet. So random. The invisible jet was fantastic. I yeah. I applauded when when that happened. I thought that was one of the best reveals in a long time. So I I totally loved that. Yeah, and I, there was. I just there's really one more it, point I wanted to bring up too. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Linda Carter. So. Oh yeah. So that ending scene, mm-hmm. 
I don't want to say I kind of saw it coming, but like when you when the ending scene came up, all, all I'm gonna say is it was phenomenal. That was a ten mm-hmm. out of ten. Yeah. I love that they brought her into that world and that like there's a possibility of her coming in for a third film. Mm-hmm. I love that they leave it off, and I, I hope okay. I kind of hope she doesn't just because I want this to be a focus on Gal Gadot, but it would be a nice cameo for a third film. I... But I love that they tied her in. I, had to I agree with you 100 percent but I yeah. I want her to be the the mentor in the next film I if they are gonna too. do that I want her I don't want to take the spotlight away from Gal no, 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 no. but I want I don't her to they, be like have a moment yeah. with her I don't think they're gonna do that but I think if there's a moment with Gal Gadot's in, in in complete doubt and not sure what to do and she runs into Wonder Woman on the, the street or something per- exactly she's the yes. perfect yes. person to do it and it will be such I a agree definitive passing of the torch moment and I, I I would have loved that I I would cry. and I agree with you. it was it was predictable I, although I didn't know it was only predictable when I saw story the back of be. her yeah when I, I saw I, the back of her I was like yeah. Yeah. and then I got messages like oh my god did you see it? I go yeah. I, I could have told you that yeah. was gonna happen like when the, when you say that there's an after credit scene I'm like there's something like it's not like Marvel where they're gonna tie it in with future films like well, Shazam has kind of done that but well, also think, how they did it in, in DC Fandom, where yeah. they, they brought her into the conversation. And so mm-hmm. I think there was an expectation we were going to get more of, of, of Linda Carter at some I point. didn't think, okay, in my mind, I didn't think that. I just thought, okay, she was she's notorious as Wonder Woman, so maybe mm-hmm. they brought her in for, I had no idea to be completely honest, until I heard there was an after credits scene, I was like, okay, what if they tie her, the both, at first I thought both of them were going to be in the same area, but I liked that it was just her to show, like, when that thing came down, she just goes, and she grabs yeah. it, I lost my shit, I was like, all right, yeah. let's, because you don't see too much of the power, but you know it's her. Yeah. No, I was. But that, that was that just was my hot take on that. Yeah. Overall, I, I think it was a good film. I'm gonna watch it again. I think I, I, I think I need to watch it again to. And I think maybe if I watch it again, my my score will lower. But yeah, I really. Enjoyed I think it. mine might go up. A, I'll say second time around, I wouldn't be surprised if my score went up to like a six or a seven. Mm-hmm. I just have to actually watch it and pay attention because, I mean. Yeah. yeah, I I and it earned a hundred million dollars in the box yeah. office this weekend, so that's phenomenal. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but what was so I, I am curious though because there mm-hmm. was a lot of these questions on Twitter. Yeah. What was your favorite film of 2020 that we did get to see? Because there were quite a few that came out both on Netflix, Hulu, yeah. Prime. We saw a couple in the theaters. Yeah. I mean, I know mine. My top one. It's between Invisible Man and mm-hmm. Soul for me. Still have not seen Soul, but I'm going to watch it this it's weekend. It's between those two. Um, and I, I, I watched a bunch of movies over the last three or four days. Like, ridiculous amounts of movies. But Soul caught me at a time when I really needed it. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's why I enjoyed it. I, I do have one issue with Soul. And it's sort of a recurring Disney issue where black characters aren't on screen enough. They get turned into something and mm-hmm. then you don't you don't see them enough. But and I would have liked to have seen Joe more. Joey. Mm-hmm. But I think for I think the film's message is fantastic. And I don't want to spoil it for you because obviously you haven't seen it yet. But yeah. I mean, it's another Pete Doctor classic. It's it's so good. It's so good. It, it and and I think especially after the year we've had, I think it's the perfect movie to start 2021. I think I think a lot of people are, are if they watch this movie are going to ask themselves the questions that the film poses. Um, but Invisible Man was incredible. Um, Birds of Prey is somewhere in there. I I, I really want to love Birds of Prey, but I can't. I <laughs> I, I, I really want to love it, but I don't. And it's it's 
it's really I sad for to how me. much they I can't for how much they would go back and forth I didn't like moving forward and going backwards and showing how everything starts I, it, birds of prey for me would be in like top 10 maybe I, I really want to love it I really want to love it but I don't and it and it and it hurts I, me yeah it hurts me because I really want to love it but I don't um but I saw the photograph and that was cute as hell. It was so good. Really good. And Let Them All Talk was another really great film that went under the radar. Um, I don't think I saw many Netflix films, though. I, I don't think I saw... I mean, <laughs> I, I didn't did. even see To All the Boys I Loved, too. I still haven't seen that, and you know me. That was going to be my one, one I brought up. I love the first one, so I still haven't seen that yet. The second one is kind of okay. I'll I'll admit, um, second one was disappointing. Really. Because I think what happened was, and Shannon agreed with me on this. Um, I think the first one brought up so much hype and so mm-hmm. much expectation that going into the second one. And I don't know, Jordan Fisher didn't do it for me for that film. Jordan Fisher, I think, like, uh, just he- the chemistry between him and Lana. Mm-hmm. Um, or I forgot where her name is in the movie, but yeah, the chemistry between them was not there for me. Mm-hmm. Unlike her and Noah Centineo, yeah, it was it, it brought a lot of things kind of full circle for me, like it kind of did. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they already filmed the third the third one. They did oh. it while they did the second one, so that okay. was a whole thing. Um, they okay. announced it on Instagram earlier this year. Um, All right. I'm hoping the third one is better. Because the second one, I just lost a lot of interest watching it. Yeah. I just didn't find the same hype. I, she was I th- still discovering herself I as, think, like a, as a woman and yeah. as a, a relationship person. I think it's the way the, the first one ended felt like they needed to make a second one. I think that's what it was. Well, they ha- it's, a, it's a trilogy book. I know, but... I, I Maybe the they way, felt like they had to rush it. I yeah, know. I think they rushed it. It... it Certainly, it was because I mean it was like a year after the the first one ended. We knew we were gonna get a second they one. They picked it up right yeah, after. Yeah, it was quick. Um, so, I mean that's. But Netflix I will say, money. my so first favorite film of twenty twenty, mm-hmm. and you probably know this was The Invisible Man. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because that and Birds of Prey were the only two films that we saw in theater in twenty twenty. No, we saw Tenet as well. Oh shit! I forgot about Tenet. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and that's the thing. Tenet, Tenet doesn't even fit in my list. Like when I'm thinking of like top films that's top five same Tenant isn't even in in, it would fit in my top I was gonna say top three but my first one would be Invisible Man because it was it it truly got me like you heard me like it truly got me in that movie theater Um, I will say after we collided that was my book film my Wattpad Mm -hmm. book to film Um, probably my third favorite Um, I I like how they followed the storyline so much better than the first film Mm-hmm. Um, Tenant, I enjoyed, but I have to rewatch it because I'm still kind of confused. But I love the concept of it. Yeah, I loved um, Tenant because I got the concept, but for some reason, it still doesn't. Everything. Fit. I mean, I, t- I haven't watched many many films. I, I rewatched the Dark Knight trilogy. I rewatched, but new film wise, I'd have to say Invisible Man was like the only takeaway for me for 2020. Mm-hmm. I mean, I watched Onward, Enola Holmes, The Witches. See, I, I still haven't seen Ma Rainey's Black Bottom yet, and I really want to. I really want to watch One Night in Miami, and I haven't They're seen really that yet. They're really pushing for. Um, I think Viola Davis is pushing for Chadwick Boseman and to she should. be nominated. Apparently, which I absolutely agree, she should. In the film. I love the reactions that everyone's giving it, so yeah. I'm hoping that. I mean, it does have Oscar buzz, mm-hmm. so. We'll have to see. And I ha- I've Oscar. heard great things about Sylvie's Love as well that I'm going to check out probably tonight. That's um, Prime or Hulu? I think it's Hulu. That's on Prime, I think. Prime, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anything else you want to <laughs> discuss? No. Okay, so... We haven't had... Well, there hasn't been much news, to be honest, in the past couple yeah, weeks. Been, There's been, been bits and pieces, but yeah, I, I mean... So, most anticipated film for next year? Or for, for 2021? Year? For 2021. Oh, boo-boo, you already know. I, okay, I love Marvel. I have to put it out there. I'm not okay. cheating on Marvel, but... Oh, wait, no, this doesn't come out in 2021. Just kidding. Um, okay. 
Most anticipated 2021 film, I'm going to have to go with... You see the concentration on my face? Yeah. I'm juggling, like, three films right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to say Eternals just because there's so much, like... I haven't seen a trailer yet. I'm so curious. <laughs> I was going to say the Batman, but then I realized that's 2022 now. Oh, they got moved? You didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, they moved. They moved all the DC films. Every oh, film got moved. Money, bitch. Um, <laughs> Eternals number oof. one right now. Changed my mind. Wow. I didn't know the Batman moved. I think it's March 2022 now. Now I'm, now I'm stuck. I don't know. That because that would have been my. That's why I said that would have been my most anticipated film this year. But oh, it got dude, moved. Mank came out this year, and I still haven't even seen it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I need to see that film. Uh, okay, twenty twenty one. Most anticipated film. I'm gonna have to look at what what's what's coming out because I really don't know now. I really wanted to say the Batman because it was the only thing I had in my mind. I am like ninety nine point nine percent sure it got changed to March twenty twenty two because that's what. Because they announced at the end of last year, well, we can say last year now, at the end of 2020, they said all the DC films got pushed. Mm. Because Black Adam is now indefinite. Shazam starts filming this year. They're not Mm going to finish the Batman until next month, February 2021, is what um, Colin Farrell said. Oh, damn it. I bought the shirt and everything. It's okay, boo-boo. We still got... It's okay, boo-boo. But we don't really... There's no DC films coming out this year. The Batman would have been the first DC film. Okay, Black Widow... Oh, just kidding. Justice League. Oh, yeah. (laughs) How did I forget about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Justice League. We got that one. I wouldn't say that's my most anticipated. I just have to see it. I just have to know. You know, it's not even... Yeah. I don't think it... I, I'm, I get I'm that. Gonna, I'm probably going to die in a hill on this one, but I'm but. not oh, super excited about it, but I just have to know what it is, you know? But I think that's Ooh. why I'm most excited for Eternals. Morbius as well have... is coming out eh. next year. No time Spider-Man to die. Is... Oh my gosh. Spider-Man's coming out later this year. Free Guy as well. Cruella's coming out next year. You mean this year? This year. This year. This year. Oh, my God. Okay. That one I'm hyped for. You just saw me just shake a little bit. Yeah, I, I did. I, I was I'm, like, I'm I've really, never seen that. I'm really excited for that one. Spider-Man um, 3 is in November true. or December. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I would say for me, I'm going to stick with Eternals. I'm going to say it's between Cruella and um, and maybe Morbius. I think for those, it's just the hype of seeing them. Oh, no. Sony said that they're not, rele- oh, they're no, not releasing no time anything. To die. No time to die. I just want to see a, a trailer for Mission Impossible 7. That's all I want to see. MI7. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe sometime in the beginning of this year. No time to die. Is definitely on there for me. It's Cruella and No Time to Die. I would say the two. Okay. I, so if we're doing two, really... then I'm going to take Eternals. And I'll yeah. take a non-Marvel. I'm going to say... No, yes, I will, but... Okay, maybe I won't. I'm going to go see, with I told you, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> no, because Spider-Man Because Black Widow is coming out next year as well. This year. Oh, this year. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, Black Widow would be my third. Your third. My third. Just because okay. I'm really curious about Eternals. I'm really hyped for freaking Spider-Man 3. And then Black Widow I'm hyped for. But I'm just, at this point, I just want to see it. The anticipation yeah. for me was real last year. But I'm just, I'm excited yeah. to see her own film. I, I think, I think that's what hurt Wonder Woman as well. What? Just the time. Just releasing of it. it? Yeah, yeah. Releasing of it, I think, hurt the film. I applaud them for way. releasing it when they did, but I mean, I get it. Black Widow. Di- Disney and Warner Brothers are co- two completely different people. They're going to yeah. say, okay, you do this, we'll do that. 
Is there anything else you want to discuss before? Um, or anything else you want to bring yeah, back uh, up? How, how do you feel about the hybrid release releasing of these movies? Because I, I genuinely believe that this year is going to be the same. Where if, if you can release it in theaters, you will. But you're most likely going to release it on a streaming platform. How do you feel it was this year experiencing that? And how do you anticipate, or, you know, how do you anticipate it's going to be next year? Do you think it's going to be the same of? Do you think they're going to do like what Disney tried to do with Mulan, where it's like an early release that you have to pay a little bit for? Or like, what, what do you, what's your hypothesis going into well, this year with it? Because the understanding is a lot of, of uh, distributors are going to go down this alley. Specifically, Warner Brothers is going down this route, you know, of releasing in a hybrid format, both in theaters and, and online. So, what do you what do you think about that? So, my point would be with Mulan. Okay, so have a couple of things with that. Mm-hmm. So, first with Mulan, I think that was completely done outrageously because they wanted to charge $30 which kind of that's why I think mostly no that's how I I know that they lost the money because a lot of people were quote unquote Mm -hmm. illegally getting it we watched it for free pretty much because of Cassie Cassie, so would it have been a different experience in the theater most likely but I think I would have still felt the same. I still would have felt how I did before with the film. Mm-hmm. I think Wonder Woman, I think they did the, they went down the right way because even HBO Max said that that was the most views they've had. It beat Hamilton. Yeah. Hamilton, oh, and I forgot that would have been my other favorite movie in 2020. But anyways. I don't consider that a movie, but okay. But if, moving on. I arg- but, I'll argue with anyone about that because I don't consider it No, it's it a fine. Movie, it's fine. It, no, I, I respect I get, that. I get it if you consider it a movie, but. But anyway, so I think Wonder Woman 84 did the right thing with not charging people extra. HBO Max did the... I, I don't think they should have done a premium. And it's still... Ma- like, you can see the difference in how everything worked out because Mulan did not make... Mulan made $12 million in yeah. domestically. Wonder Woman just surpassed $100 million, where they just made $100 million. So obviously, there's a big difference in how each of the... And how Disney did their shit and how... Warner Brothers did theirs. Agreed. There's a huge difference. You can see mm-hmm. how, like, this... I'm not going to say right or wrong. This year, how I... It, I would still go see Wonder Woman in theaters to have the experience of that. But mm-hmm. I love having it free online. I love mm-hmm. the platform for putting it out. Right. I think if Disney Plus is the same thing with Black Widow, I think if they streamed it on there, I would still watch it both ways. I would still go spend money in theaters just to experience it, and then if I wanted to watch it again, I would watch it online, mm. which I know could be losing money, but at least this way, we're bringing box offices back. We're bringing movie theaters back. Mm-hmm. And I think if that's the route that people are going to start taking, if studio companies are going to start doing that, I think at this point, like we've said previously on the podcast, it, everything is changing now. I, 2020 has proven to us that what we thought we were comfortable with can change in the blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. So I think our com- even though you and I, our comfort zone is the movie theater. We love going there. We love having the mm-hmm. experience, seeing Tenet in the theaters. I have no regrets. I love spending mm-hmm. $15 on a movie I was completely unsure about or I was, com- mm-hmm. I was so confused. But that's what makes a movie a movie because yeah. certain films, I do believe, deserve... I believe all films deserve the theater experience. I really do. I think if Warner Brothers wants to continue doing the the thing that they're doing, obviously it's working because of how much money Wonder Woman 84 made. I think if they want to continue to do that with other films, if Universal wants to start putting it on Hulu or HBO mm-hmm. Max, if they decide to do that, okay, no time to die. We're going to stream it right to HBO Max, and we're also going to put it in the theaters. Gladly, I will see it on both platforms. I have no issue with that. Mm-hmm. I almost wanted to go to Paragon and see Wonder Woman 84 because I've been saying in the past week, I think I would have had such a different point of view on the film if I had seen it in theaters. I genuinely believe I would have had such a different mindset with it. I think mm-hmm. my, my point system would have been a little bit higher. I don't think I would have loved it, but I would have liked it a little bit more. 
And I think it's all about perspective. I think it's about how you view it. Mm. I I just think if that's the route we're going to go. Do you not I, think that that's just like a placebo effect because you're in a theater that you'd feel differently no. about? Because the movie doesn't change. It's no, because I saw After We Collided in Kara's apartment and it was right. like, it was still a nice TV. And right. I still loved it. I still gave it my same rating I would have given in a theater. Mm-hmm. Except this time I didn't have to pay $15 to go see right, it. Right. I don't think... I think a theater is just that same experience. I think a theater is just more... It's the surround sound and it's being in a theater full of people watching this, have loving mm-hmm. the same movie you are. Mm-hmm. Or not loving it. But I don't... Mm-hmm. I, I will say I don't think a theater would... Theater would change my perspective a little bit, but not too much. Okay. I think even if I saw it in a theater, I would still give it like the five and a half rating, six maybe. But I think it's all. It was also about my focus because it was Christmas. Parents are True. here, yeah. trying to watch it with my dad. We got maybe twenty minutes in, and we like kind of were doing, we were cooking. Yeah. So I think it's also about your surroundings yeah, and I think, uh, how you view movies, it. Movies, movie theaters kind of force you to focus because there's nothing. Not else. necessarily because I saw Solo, the Star a Star Wars story, in theaters with I'm so sorry for you <laughs> I know I'm so sorry you did that but this is the difference and this is my point because I saw it in theaters and I still didn't like it I still I watched it again <laughs> I watched it again at home and I still didn't like yeah, it so it's, crap. it's a piece of crap but that's but, my thing like people yeah. know that if I'm texting them during a movie I'm not interested yeah, I'm not interested mm-hmm. I did almost check my phone during Tenet though just in the first 30 minutes because I was so confused but yeah. I mean, what do you think? I think we're going to see the same old, same old. Uh, I think Disney's rectified the issue by increasing the price of Disney Plus by $1. So I think that's going to offset, you know, uh, the losses. But Disney or at is least, such at a least an attempt to offset the losses that they experienced this year. And they were saying in the Investor Day they don't think they're going to see the kind of returns they expect until 2024. So... I think there's enough time to fully craft a better understanding of this hybrid system. Um, and I think, I think Wonder Woman works because you're already paying fourteen ninety nine for HBO Max and you're just getting it because you already have it rather than you paying extra for it. Content's content. If you're already paying for the content, just give us the content. It's similar it's how Netflix has it. Yeah, it's, it, Disney tried to do something special and it, it obviously didn't work. Disney just um, cares about money. Let's be honest. And I don't mean to call Disney out, but all no, they care about is I, the money. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. And making the money back. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. But I, I also think that um, they were trying something innovative at the time. Because, again, HBO, like the CEO of HBO Max was saying, you know, Nobody is doing this, and if people want to follow our our template, then they're fine to. We're happy for the people to do that, but this is something that we're doing. So we're going to see a lot more Warner Brothers films go straight to HBO Max. That's going to happen next year. Which I respect. But I think Disney is going to follow suit because you have to. With the streaming wars, you have to follow the, the lead lead player. I mean, it was Netflix for so long, and so many people started following Netflix's formula that now we're at a point where HBO Max is doing something kind of special, I will say. I'm, I'm really enjoying HBO Max, I will say, and I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I am right now, but it's one of the first things I'm using to watch content on, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I think that a lot more studios are going to follow suit. I definitely think Universal and Lionsgate and, and you name it are going to find a platform to partner with and just spew their content online um but i genuinely think that the hybrid thing is a good thing i do too the reason why is because it creates a bigger sense of community and i think because we've all switched to being online the fact that after a movie ends we can all jump straight onto twitter and just talk about the film as a a mass audience or watch it together in these watch parties and things like that I think it it creates a bigger sense of community that I don't think studios really understood 
that I mm-hmm. think they're going to now. And I think that as as streaming platforms have their own social media brands as well. I mean, HBO Max was tweeting with us and, and Cassie like a month ago. So yeah. I think those types of situations you're going to see more of and it's going to increase um, brand engagement and brand loyalty because not only are you able to converse with everybody about the same thing, but even the brand itself is engaging with you about the thing that you're you're watching. So I only think in a business perspective, it's only going to help people. But I, I wonder if once, you know, these vaccines roll out and we get a, a great grip on this virus and hopefully there's no mutation of it that people are suggesting there could be. I'm hoping that once we get back into theaters, there will be this time to discuss after a film that I don't think a lot of people do anymore. I, I, I wonder if because everyone will be back into the world and, and, and back to a sense of normality that we will engage with films a little bit differently, I'm hoping. Um, I think we will. To be honest, I mean, that's where we're at right now with these platforms and pushing all these films back. And I agree with you. We've discussed it before with Marvel, how their slate, they had it so figured out. And now it's like pushed everything back. And DC right now, Black Adam has been in development for like 15, 10 to 15 years at least. Mm-hmm. And like The Rock was cast in 2007. So the fact that they had a date and then they just indefinitely postponed it leave mm-hmm. up and definitely postponed i think three films mm-hmm. um it's just you don't know i think i agree with once we get a vaccine under control like we get this pandemic under control more and we have vaccines rolled out for everyone i think everything I o- will start coming to light i also wonder if we're going to roll back to like the 1930s in the sense of we will get films but we're not going to have like the same number of films we get every year there's going to be a smaller amount of films i think i think that's probably the only way forward is is we have a smaller slate of films and i think that'll be helpful for award season i also think that will um help people to properly engage with films i hope and I think that if it's both online and in theaters, I think it gives the opportunity for rewatches and to fully understand the depth of these stories. I, I The thing I argue with myself is, do I think people, if people understood Tenant the first time, do I think they would have enjoyed it? And do I think it would have earned more money than it did. I, I wonder if the premise was so out there that people didn't get it. And I think that with it now becoming digital and, and Blu-ray, people have the opportunity now to rewatch it and, and try to understand what the story was. But I don't think that's why the box office numbers were so low. I think it was because well, everyone because was still scared to go see yeah. it and everything. Yeah, and now that they're seeing it, it's a different perspective. I mean, Robert Pattinson was filming it, and he said three months in, he's like, I still don't understand what I'm filming. So it's great acting on his end, because I I enjoyed it. I I think that this dialogue and discourse needs to happen with films, where people need to sit down and and watch the film again, or or really dig deep and and understand what the message of the film was trying to say, and, and... see if that changes things and i my i don't know what the right word is but i i wonder if now that people have a, a digital copy or you know it's online in some form whether it will increase engagement with it i'm wondering if a slower pace of of consumption with movies will benefit the movie industry moving forward where we're having better dialogues about films and we are understanding the messages within films a lot more and and that way we're not just looking at films from a 
face value sensibility that oh it's got great action scenes or whatever i wonder if it's going to raise the critical thinking level of movie watching mm -hmm. that's that's just my hypothesis i just what i wonder because <laughs> I, I think that that's where we're headed where where we're now gonna have to ask some questions about i think that's what 2020 made us do is, is question whether some of these Maybe films are even worth it no but when you just question whether some of these films are even worth it you know uh, we get sequels every year i think now we're starting to question you know is it worth having a sequel and and if we are going to watch a film we want to watch yeah, a film that's actually going to be worth going to the movie theater to go and see and yeah. I think directors are fighting now to be like listen this is my film i've put so much work in it it deserves to be in a movie theater and people will need to come out and see it. And I think that might create more of a selection. Listen, I didn't even know our theaters here were open. I just found out MovieCo and Paragon are open. And even Kara was like, I'll go see a movie with you in the theater. So, I mean, honestly, in the next, like, I think the first film I'll go back and see if the theaters are still open will obviously be Black Widow. I'll go see that first in May. But mm -hmm. before then, I'm probably not, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna watch There's it at home. I, <laughs> well, what if it's not on a uh, streaming platform yet? It, it's going to be. <laughs> it's going to be. There's no. There's no way. Cause think about it. If 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 we were major competitors, right? Mm -hmm. And you put out a film and earned one hundred million dollars in the box office, right? Doing it one way. You don't think that me being the competitor, I'm gonna do the same thing oh, with I think a Disney's similar 100 can do something. kind of film. Yeah. No, Disney Plus is, is coming on Disney Plus. Disney is going to put it on online. There is no way they're not going to do it. And especially seeing how Raya and we the Last see. Dragon... We don't know. If, if Raya and the Last Dragon does well, then I, I have no doubts that Black Woman's going to be on Disney Plus. I Black, really think Did you will. say Black Woman or Black so Widow? So Black Widow. Black Widow. <laughs> I was like, what? Black Widow has to be on Disney Plus. I, I don't see them not considering it. It's going to be a hybrid where it's on both on the same day. All I'm going to say is we'll see. I'm not making any predictions anymore because I'm always wrong. I, on certain things, on certain things I'm wrong, but... Um, no, she's always wrong. Shut up. <laughs> but is there anything else you wanted to discuss before we... No, as usual. Uh, you know, it's been a crazy year. I think we're and, caught uh, up, to be honest. Um, I think yeah. we caught up with everything in the last couple of weeks since we took I'm, our break, but... I'm really looking forward to what this year has in store i'm not putting any anything on this year but i i'm really excited and um you know we have something special coming soon that in the that, next week or two I'm that so if you've excited. been paying attention the cat's already out <laughs> the bag but if, if you have it then it's fine but yeah there is something really sir i will say this certain people know Certain people kind of like I would say uh, two people know, and because uh, I don't. Want oh, I mean, two people have approached you about it. Have, have no, no, no. Two it? people of our friends know. Oh. Like uh, of a, of a certain like they only the only thing they know is that like it's a possibility of this okay. happening. They okay. don't know like further into it, oh, but. Yeah. Okay, I think I know I, two I, people. But. I had to, I had to say something to them because they were very, been they've been supportive, um, but. Yeah. Y'all will have to catch us in, I would say, about two weeks, two three weeks. weeks. WandaVision might be a very, very, very special episode to discuss, yeah. is what I'm hoping. Um, and again, I'm ready for that. And I do have to say, Bachelor comes back Monday the 4th. And this time, I'm going to try and get Zach to let me talk Bachelor for at least five minutes. Oh, you got it, dude. I mean, oh, didn't yeah, she get married? Okay. She just got Who? engaged? Uh, oh. The main girl, T. Oh, Taisha. Yeah, she's engaged to Zach. And then Matt Matt James' this season starts Monday. He was not on oh. this season. But that is Tyler C.'s best friend. So I'm very excited. It looks spicy. It looks good. So I'm ready for that. Bunch of my shows are coming back. Superman and Lois are coming oh, in January. We didn't even talk about the trailer about that. The Superman and Lois. I. Doesn't look. It doesn't look as appealing. But. I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to give it a try. Because right, I just finished Smallville a month yeah. ago, so all I'll say is Superman and Lois looks good. I wish the trailer had been a little bit better, but I'm excited for it. Yeah. 
Supergirl comes into her last season shortly. Um, I don't even know when they're premiering that, to be honest. I heard Batwoman looks pretty good. I haven't seen the new trailer for mm-hmm. that, but I've heard very good things so far about trailer. Um, My Show Manifest comes back, I believe, sometime this next couple months. Um, I, phenomenal show going into season three. I would highly, highly, highly recommend watching it. It's such a good, such a good show. It kind of reminds me of Lost. Of, of Lost and Flash Forward. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I was I've binge watched the entire first season in like two days. Um, mm. It's only like thirteen episodes, but yeah. So I mean, other than that, I've, that's all the show wrecks I have. Okay. Well. I'm very excited for this year. This year, where we are this manifesting year. a lot of shit. We have mm-hmm. high goals for this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we're hoping Comic Con comes back. Maybe Hopefully. we'll get to go out there. Maybe we'll go to. Fingers definitely crossed. Um, I'm going to try and go to MegaCon this year in Orlando. I'm going to make that my biggest goal for Mm. one of my biggest goals. Um, And yeah, Zach and I are just, and it'll be our one year for the podcast at the end of this month. Literally. Yeah, we we started. um, But yeah, we're very excited. And we're just manifesting a great 2021. We have a lot of goals set that we're starting to accomplish a lot of shit so we're ready yeah <laughs> i'm hyping so. us up i love it Hi, you're gassing us out way too much but <laughs> <laughs> that's all right listen i'm engaging yeah. on twitter and Might like well. it, those who follow me hey, it's working in our damn, favor yeah you're doing the damn thing you're i'm doing, doing it gotta go big or go home right well, but i mean that's all i have well that was Season two, the start of season two for TWSS. Season two, episode one. Zach. And Nicole. See you guys next time.